Hello! My name is Rebecca Pogam, and I would love to be axe-murdered, but not really. This is a podcast, and it is about movie reviews, but horror movies! Um, from slasher to psychological thrillers, yada yada, who's it, what's it, whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, basically, this show is just me reviewing movies and then giving them a thumbs up, thumbs sideways, or thumbs down review. Um, it's also me talking about the cool things I found in each movie, cult classics, what I love about them, what I hate about them, yada yada, all that good stuff. And maybe in the future, I'll have other people join me. Um, but for right now, it's just little me, Rebby P. Um... Sorry, I'm doing housekeeping. Um, <laughs> this idea. Okay, hold on. I have to be quiet so all of this can be cut out. <laughs> okay, this idea came from the fact I was uh, ruined at birth. My mom dropped me when I was a child. Shouts out to you, mom. Also, shouts out to. Karen and Georgia from My Favorite Murder because they said that any kid that's been dropped or fallen off a swing when they were a child, any person when they were a child who's done that, who's had that happen to them, ends up being a serial killer. But I just rolled off the bed, so therefore I'm making a podcast about scary movies. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Okay, anyway. Um... This idea kind of came from uh, the fact that my uncle works in the industry, in the indie part of the industry. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I don't like that. I'm not an industry planted baby. <laughs> I, I'm poor. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, okay, hold on. This idea came from the fact that my uncle makes horror movies. He's a horror junkie just as much as I am, except I think I've gone the extra mile and made a podcast about it. Um, but he's my inspiration. If you're listening to this, which I hope you're not, my dearest Uncle Juan, because I'm going to curse and you're going to think I'm horrible for it. No, you won't. You're grunge. Um... <laughs> Uh, this podcast is an homage to you. <laughs> Just a heads up, some little bit of housekeeping, part two. Um, there will be spoilers. If you have not seen these horror movies, slash want to see these horror movies, slash, slash, don't want these horror movies to be spoiled for you, then pause Go watch it. Come back. That's how this will work. It's our relationship. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, I'm going to go through and I'm going to give you this movie plots, my opinions, some other things that I find interesting about the directors, actors, etc., etc. And you're going to like it. <laughs> Just kidding. Also, I'm definitely going to reference... Black Swan in every episode, except for the one 
where I talk about Black Swan because I guess you, I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, let's hop right on in. <laughs> um, the first movie I want to start off with is a beautiful, beautiful film called Hereditary. Um, it's a movie by Ari Aster. Fuck yeah, dude. I love Ari Aster. What a, what a guy. Um, okay, so this movie takes place in Utah, which I just learned. I didn't know this, but it makes sense. Um, it makes sense because there's so much, like, empty road in that one scene. That main and most important scene. Um, but this movie takes place in Utah. It's about a family who kind of can't escape their inevitable tragic fate. That's my little shitty movie plot right now. Um, I love this movie. I think it's great. I love Ari Aster. He's great. Um, and we'll touch in a little bit on that later. So if you haven't seen the movie, stop listening or pause or watch it and yada, all of that stuff. Um, basically I'm just going to go right into it and talk about how wonderful I think this movie is. I think it's so well done. Uh, Ari Aster does such a, I hope I'm saying his name right. Sorry, I have to be quiet. Momo has to move his legs. Okay, basically, Ari Aster does a beautiful job of, like, adding all that suspense and... Ugh, fuck that beep right in its ass. Fuck that beep right in its ass. What can I say? Um, so... <laughs> so... Basically, I'm going to jump right in and say that I think this movie is beautifully done. Ari Aster does such a lovely job of doing thriller, suspense, scariness. I will say, I was thrown for a fucking loop within the first 30 minutes? Whenever, whenever Charlie loses her head. I did not see that coming at all. Um great stuff i love the the uh, what is it oh god now i just sound like a fool um uh, oh the aesthetic that's the word the aesthetics of these movies um and the coloring is so good and all of the hidden images that Ari Aster puts in there are so uh pleasant to watch i think it's so dope um I also, man, I really should have wrote down what I want, like, what I think about this movie. I'm maybe the worst at doing podcasts because I didn't write anything down. Um, I also wanted to point out that I really love the cast. I think it's so well cast. Well, well cast? Is that the word? perfectly cast um it truly is because tony collette uh alex wolf millie shapiro and dowd and gabriel byrne <laughs> i'm not reading their names from a list <laughs> on wikipedia right now um i'm not um 
I think they're all perfectly cast. Tony Collette blows my mind. I did not know she's not American. Um, 100% thought she was. Uh, Alex Wolf, wow, he can do so much more than the Naked Brothers Band. Amazing stuff. I think, oh, I'm on airplane mode. That's embarrassing. Am I right, everybody? Um, Millie Brown, not Millie Brown, not Millie Bobby Brown. (laughs) Millie Shapiro was also on an off-Broadway production of Your Good Man Charlie Brown, which is crazy. And I think Millie Shapiro is also Australian or something. I don't know. Momo just shrugged at me. Um, I think it's such a great movie. A24 is really, like, in their element with this one. Um, I also want to say the only reason why I first watched this movie, I love horror movies, but I like kind of had no interest in it, was that I saw a tweet of somebody who had a hereditary themed birthday party and they like made the cake. I'm probably remembering this all wrong and making this up, but, um, I think the birthday cake was Charlie's head. But I can't remember. And then A24 quoted it and said, this is a cursed, this is a cursed tweet or something like that. Cursed birthday party. It was really cool. Um, Outside of that, I will say, I think the acting in this movie is phenomenal. I've talked to a couple of other people who don't feel the same. And a lot of people don't, just don't like it. And I don't know why, because I think it has all of the great elements of horror movies that it is like, pretty gruesome and like you have those what are they called pop-up scares that's not what they're called it's not um oh my god i'm filming this at school and by filming i mean recording um i go to you i go to ucla jump scares (laughs) do you like how i lied about where i go to school okay jump scares it has a lot of jump scares, not pop-up scares. Um, and it also just uses, like, I've watched it so many times now, and every time I feel like I see something new. I also read a lot about the movie and, like, what it's about. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of obvious. It's, like, you know, hereditary. It's about, like, the curse that the grandma has or something and their family has and it but it's so fucked up when you read about it more and then you like watch it again and you hear all the things that tony collette's character says in her group therapy or whatever and like about her brothers fuck that beep in its ass um (laughs) you hear tony collette's character talk about her brother and how he killed himself because his mom, he said his mom was trying to put people into him or spirits into him. It, like, hits differently after you've read about the movie and, like, know all of that work that Ari Aster put into it. He put so much detail into, like, every little piece of that movie. And if you haven't seen it, fucking watch it because it's so good. And watch it, like, ten times because there are little symbols like, all throughout the movie, on, like, wallpapers. It's, like, things that you would... God damn, the beep! (laughs) 
I why did it do a double one? It's fucked up. Um anyway, there are symbols. Um all up in that movie, all up in that joint, on the walls, and like the wallpaper in her miniatures. It's great. Um I also say will say I love the transitions from miniature to miniatures. Am I saying it weird? I don't know. So I think the miniatures are great. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. It's funny. Um, I think the miniatures are great. Like the one where the grandma is trying to breastfeed the son. Insane. Insanity. Um, and I will say, I just watched again, going back to Twitter dot com the bird app i will say i like saw someone i saw a scene from hereditary that i didn't realize is actually so fucking funny if you've seen the movie um it's where what is her name of her character tony collette's character let me see annie is that's her name annie graham uh it's where annie uh is making the gruesome miniature of Charlie's head being taken off. And her husband is like, her therapist husband is like, why are you doing that? And and she's like, what? It's a neutral view of the accident. And it's so fucking funny if you just look at it because it's, it's weirdly comical. Um which I didn't notice the first time. That's why this movie is so great. You can just watch it over and over and you'll always find something new. It's it's lovely. We love that. Ari Aster is very, very great um, when it comes to detail. He's so specific. It's an acting teacher's dream. Um, let's talk about Ari Aster. And by let's, I mean me. Because Momo can't talk. Um... Ari Aster was born in New York City, and his father was a musician, and his mother was a poet, which is very interesting. I also read that he was he became fascinated with horror movies at a really early age. Me too, Ari Aster. Um, and he would go to, like, any movie store and just, like, clean out the aisle. Like, just watch any fucking thing that was considered horror which is awesome um i'm not that bold yet (laughs) i am i just don't have time uh he also went to afi he studied somewhere else before that though am i forgetting something oh college of santa fe in santa fe new mexico and then he went to afi and for his thesis film he made there's something strange about the johnsons or is that what it's called did i just mess up the name I did. It's. It, I did mess it up. Don't shake your head no at me. I messed it up. It's. He made his thesis film, The Strange Thing About the Johnsons, which I just recently watched again, and it's, god damn, it's fucked up. And I remembered it all wrong. I remembered the dad. Also, sorry, this is another spoiler because it's a little short film. It's only 30 minutes. You can watch it. It's as long as this podcast will probably be. Um... <laughs> Maybe a little shorter. Uh, But spoiler alert, I remembered it. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Spoiler alert, I remembered it being 
the dad in love with the son. But it's not. The son's fucking in love with his dad and, like, is literally fucking him. Um, crazy. Craziness. Um, can't believe I forgot that. Weird. But, I don't know. Ari Aster's mind is just so crazy. He's such a weirdo. But I love him. What can I lie? Um... Anyway, my personal opinion on Hereditary, I think it's a beautiful movie. I think it's wonderfully done. Uh, another thing I love to talk about when I think back on that movie, I have not seen this new movie, Joker. It's not new. I guess I can't call it new. It's been out for like two months. But I'm still going to call it new movie. Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, the Joker. I don't know what it's called. It's Joker or The Joker? First one or second one? Okay, it's Joker. Um, Joaquin Phoenix, apparently, I read something where he kept on walking off set because he was just, like, so upset and, like, emotionally, it was too much for him, except for with his, except for his scenes with De Niro, which is obvious you don't fucking walk off set with De Niro. Nobody does that. De Niro doesn't walk off set with De Niro. (laughs) His grandsons, his children. <laughs> um, nobody walks upset with De Niro, point blank, period. Anyway, um, but somebody else saw that article on Twitter, going back to Twitter, because obviously that's all I do, and they quoted that tweet and mentioned Tony Collette's, an interview she did, basically where they were talking about... Um, how she dealt with the trauma of hereditary afterwards and she simply replied with the smile it's just a movie which is like the cutest fucking thing and also like the most badass fucking thing like okay ma'am we see it um i really like this movie i want to know why people don't like it I don't get it, because also, now, one more spoiler alert, <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about this one a lot, because I want to talk about it in another one. Midsummer, uh, Ari Aster's second, like, big debut full-length feature film, right? That's how you would say that? Um, I did not love, but I have found that if you love Hereditary, what is my time right now? Nice. Um, keep going. Oh, your voice sounded adorable because, like, you haven't talked in a while. That's Momo, everybody. <laughs> Listen to his podcast, Pitchfork Disaster. Now you have to keep this in. Stop! You're such a fucking hater. Um, okay, so, spoiler alert, but I won't go too deep into it because I want to talk about this movie in another one. Um, Midsummer. I did not love Midsummer, Though, thinking back on it, I think it's a really great movie, and I keep seeing clips of it on, like, online, and it makes me really like it again, but I did not love it, but I found that most people who didn't like Hereditary loved Midsummer, and most people who loved Hereditary didn't really like Midsummer. and I say that in a two-person observation, because I've only realized, um, a three-person if you include me. Maybe four. What was your thought on it? On which part? 
on Midsummer. Did you like it? Uh, it was not. Did you like? Did you love Hereditary? It was not fucked up. I I liked it. Oh, Hereditary. Yeah. I liked Hereditary. But Midsummer wasn't fucked up enough yeah. for you, right? Yeah. Okay. So the crazy thing about Midsummer to me. Sorry, I just said I wasn't going to go into this. But the craziest thing about Midsummer to me is that it's equally or more fucked up than Hereditary, but I don't feel like it is. It is missing something extreme, and maybe it's because it's, like, the psychological thing of it, but I don't know. Hereditary just hits the spot. Um, Notable scenes of Hereditary that I kind of want to go into are the scene where... Alex Wolf is in his bed and his dad has just been burned alive, which that scene is fucked up insane too. But when he's, he just wakes up from whatever his little passing out at school and that guy's in the corner. Is it a guy? Oh my God. It's his mom. I, it's his mom in the corner, right? Oh my God. I think it's his mom. I, I'm remembering his mom is in the corner like on the ceiling and I did not see that the first time and then when I watched it again I was like holy fucking shit and she like crawls the fuck away and it's so scary but not only is that scary but the fact that there's someone in his closet and Hereditary just does that it like Ari Aster was like "Hmm, let me place these scary looking white people all around the room and just like make it really hard to see them and it worked. It worked really well in my idea, in my case. My thoughts, my opinion. In my opinion! That's how you say it. Um, if I had to point out anything that I didn't really like about Hereditary, which is kind of hard because I think the movie is so, so well done. Um, I wasn't madly in love with the ending. Not that it was bad, but I guess I just really wanted, I really wanted Alex Wolf to live. <laughs> but it was inevitable. He, he had to die, and it sucks. Ugh, God, it makes me sad. Um, I don't even know if I said this thing about the miniatures, though. Did I ever say about the transitions between them? I think I got so, like, caught up in how to say the word miniatures that I forgot. Okay, well, I also wanted to hit on, I really do love the transition from miniature to the real, like, people. I think it's so good. Am I too close? Why are you laughing at me? Miniature. Is it miniature or miniature? Miniature. (laughs) Damn it. Is it good? (laughs) This stays in. Um... But yeah, I think the miniature, fuck, I don't know how to say miniature, 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 <laughs> miniature, 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 Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Um, I think going in between those is so nice. It's, I honestly don't even know how he did it, and that's maybe just me being stupid idiot girl, but it's so well done. Like, Fat clap, Mr. Aster. Fat clap. Um, that's me clapping for you with my fat hands. Uh, I also...
also want to say, I love the dad, and I'm so upset that the dad died. Like, why was the dad the best character in the movie and so underrated? Like, the whole time, he's just, like, so unproblematic. And I guess the only time that I'm like, okay, whoa, you're kind of aggressive is when he was talking to Charlie, but Charlie seems to be kind of a, like, shit kid. Like, she's kind of an... I mean, she's not awful, but she's, like, she's not the best. Like, she's kind of, I mean, both of them are a little, a little wacky wonku. But, I mean, what do you get? And what do you expect? Their mom's a little wonky. A little wonky doodle. Um, I also want to point out that if you're just watching this movie or if you're going to watch it again after listening to this, I want to point out that the man at the funeral that they like kind of focus in on at one point when they're like all in the line to say goodbye to the grandma I don't know if they're saying goodbye I've only been to one funeral I don't remember what happens um I don't know what the fuck they were doing but they were like lined up to look at the grandma or something that guy is so goddamn ugly (laughs) he looks like Roddy from Flushed Away the animated rat just look at him again. That's all I'm saying. Um, my overall rating for this uh, movie would be two thumbs up. I think it's really cool. Um, I honestly might come back to this movie in another episode where I'm more prepared. But here I am right now saying what I'm saying. Um, Mr. Astor, thank you for giving us this beautiful film called Hereditary. And uh, I want to thank anyone who is listening to this. I know it's horribly structured right now. I'm going to figure it out and be a better podcaster. For you, babe. For you. Um, I just want to say thanks. And thank you to my uncle for making me all into horror movies and shit. Mom, don't listen to this. I hope you haven't been listening this whole time. I'm going to block you off my Instagram story just so you don't listen. But I love you. Um, so, again, thank you again, 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 again. So, thanks again for listening. If you like hearing me talk about movies, also have suggestions for movies that I could watch, you can follow, rate, review on Spotify, Apple Music. I don't know where I'm putting this yet, guys. I don't know where you're listening from. SoundCloud? Maybe. And my name is Rebecca Pogam, and I would love to be axe murdered. Thank you for listening.